Hey everyone, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Tamara Tamu Show, where dreams have no filter. I swear, I think I, I need some music or something at the beginning of these episodes. I'm gonna I'm going to figure that out. But in the meantime, you get the pleasure of just hearing my voice and you get the pleasure of hearing me say. Thanks again for tuning into the Tamra Tamu show where dreams have no filter. I really appreciate you tuning in. If you have not already, give me a rating. Uh, tell me what you think about the show. Leave a comment. Do a screenshot. Share this on your social media, wherever you hang out at. Share this so that other people can also tune in uh, to get uh, not just inspired, but to really just return to their dreams, return to their power to create the life that they want. That is the basis of this show. So share this with other people. Don't be stingy. Share the podcast with other people. So anyway, let's get into today's episode. So today, I want to talk about people pleasing. All right. You know what? It's one of those sneaky things. It can sneak up on us real quick and disguise itself in different ways. And it can really cause us to really neglect our dreams and our visions and nothing can do that faster than people pleasing. So people pleasing, like I said, it can show up in the sneakiest of ways. It can show up disguised as empathy. It can show up as us saying, oh, well, we're just going to compromise. It can show up as us telling ourselves, oh, well, you know, I'm gonna, going to take this person's advice because perhaps we view that person as having more experience in a certain area. So we tell ourselves, oh, that I'm going to take this person's advice. Um, people pleasing, it can have us thinking that we just have to have a backup plan if our dreams don't manifest. People pleasing will have us thinking that we just have to follow certain steps or engage in certain strategies that may have been practical for a person or some people, but really may not be practical for you. Um, people pleasing will have us judging our own actions. People pleasing will have us feeling some sort of shame for where we may be in our lives and have us second guessing our own desires and dreams. People-pleasing will um, have us feeling like 
we can never again trust our own internal guiding system. When we engage in the self-limiting act of people-pleasing, it will have us thinking that something is wrong with us and how we view ourselves instead of trusting our own internal guiding system, which is wisdom, by the way. We start to depend on other people to tell us what to do. We start, you know, asking everyone else instead of trusting our own intuition. We start asking people, well, what do you think I should do? Or do you think I should have done this? And I'm going to say this again. People pleasing is a self-limiting action. Okay. And this begins in childhood and it just runs rampant if we don't get it under control. So it doesn't matter what age, doesn't matter what age at all. And the funny thing about that is if we were to ask any adult, and I'm throwing myself in there too, if we were to ask any adults, if we were to say, hey, you know, do you, do you live your life to please people? Most of the adults that we would ask, again, I'm including myself, would, would say with, with, I'm going to say fake confidence, hell no, I live my life the way I want to because I'm grown. And that is the funny thing about people pleasing. Because the things, some of the things that we do, we don't look at that as people pleasing. So I'm going to use this example. So if we, if we were to stop and look at our schedules, if we were to really examine how we spend our time, how we have spent our time, if we look at the tasks that we have lined up for ourselves, if we were to ask ourselves, okay, why am I doing all of this? Who am I doing this for? Am I doing this to appear to be a certain way to other people? If I don't do this task, what will people think? And here's a little side note. If you are busy and you're looking at your schedule and there's just a lot of shit filling up your days and your months, if you're looking at that and it's there's nothing about it that's exciting and it just feels like one huge chore that you're looking at, and just thinking about it leaves you feeling exhausted, it's time to re-examine that. It really is. It's time to, you really have to ask yourself, first of all, where are all those tasks coming from? What have you told yourself it would mean if you erased, crossed out, got rid of some of those to-dos. 
what have you told yourself it would mean if you said no to some of those tasks? If you really were to ask yourself those questions, you're going to be surprised. I always, I've said this before on this podcast. If you sit down and you ask yourself questions, if you sit long enough, if you're patient, the, the answer is going to come to you. It's going to come from within you and you don't have to look outside of yourself for it. But being busy for the sake of being busy is not going to lead you to experiencing your dreams or your desires. There is no joy in that. So the reason I bring up the label of being busy and the reason why I purposely say label of being busy, because a lot of people, you know, if you've ever asked a person, oh, how are you doing? And the person just said, oh, I'm just really busy. It becomes a label. It becomes a badge. And for some people, it's become a badge of honor. And that's the reason why I bring up the label of being busy, because sometimes we think if we just fill up our time with stuff, doesn't even matter what the stuff is. The stuff can be, sometimes we fill our time up with stuff that may be close to our dream or maybe close to our vision. We fill our schedules up with stuff because instead of us going after the true vision that we want, or the true desire that we want, we just fill it up with this extra stuff because somewhere along the line, we don't believe that we're worthy of that dream. But going back to the label of being busy, we think if we fill up our time with stuff, that'll look good to other people. We can look like we're being productive to other people. That is the perfect example of people-pleasing. And we have to be very careful of that. And I want to go back to what I was just saying about how our schedules and what we fill up our time with. Many times we fill up our time with this extra stuff so we can look like we're busy doing other things that have that may be close to what we really want. But because we want to look like we're being practical or we want to look like we're being logical. We don't want to look silly. We don't want people to say, well, why are they doing that? It's too late. Why are they, why are they trying to do that? Why are they trying to sing? Why are they trying to be an artist? Why are they trying to act? They're too old. It's too, they, all these things that we think other people are going to say about how we're choosing to live our lives or, you know, we're too busy worried about how if we choose to embrace our, the audacity of our visions, we're too worried about what, what other people are going to say. Sometimes that's where that busyness comes from. So yeah, sure, you can be productive, but if you're filling up your time with just things so you can look busy because of how it's going to look to other people. Is that really being productive? No, because people pleasing is not productive at all. So I want to 
also bring up another example. This is more, I guess, well, yeah, it's, it, it's an example. It's more of a short story time. You know how I like to tell stories. So I, um, oh, I had this great conversation with another fellow artist and she was explaining to me her new venture that she has finally decided to embrace. This venture is exciting. And the entire time she was talking about it. So when, when people talk, I, uh, because I am um, a visual person, I wouldn't say I was more visual than analytical, but I think I'm a split down the middle. But anyway, anyway, uh, while she was talking, I was getting a visual of her vision. And I'm pretty sure it's not even, you know, from just from my perspective, but I'm sure her, how she sees it is completely different, but her vision is massive. It's this rich dream. It's rich in its purpose it's rich in how it's going to bring people together through music, acting, all types of art, um, storytelling, poetry, um, paintings, sculptures, uh, artists, you know, authors, you know, writers. It's just so rich in the foundation of it and just how it's going to reach people, bring people together. Um, it's going to reach cities and communities. And I just, I cannot wait for it to unfold. It's just, it's perfect. Um, it, but she is to the point now where she is going to be pitching her idea to investors. And so the reason I'm bringing this up is because She's had this vision for years now. And just within the last five years, it has in her mind and in her imagination, it has grown bigger and will probably get bigger by the time, you know, it, it starts to, the building of it actually starts to physically take form. So, like I said, she knew she wanted to put something like this together, but uh, just within the last five years, the vision has just gotten stronger and it, it was so, you know, potent for her. However, she allowed people pleasing to get in the way of her fully embracing this desire for her, like so many of us who get caught up in people pleasing. It was someone that was very close to her that caused her, and I'm not going to say caused her, um, she allowed this person to um, cause her to adopt the belief. And I use that word again, because I don't, when, when we get into the act of, people pleasing it's not that the other person has caused us to do that because that's giving that's giving our power away 
but whatever that person said, it was advice that she got from this person. And she viewed the advice from this person as, oh, this person is just simply looking out for me. So I should just probably just fall back off of this idea. Even when the dream had gotten so, had become so potent for her and it was fueling her, it was giving her energy because she didn't want to disappoint this person by embracing this vision and actually, you know, going on the journey to bring it to the rest of the world. She decided to just push it to the side. She didn't want to upset the person. She didn't want the person to think that she did not appreciate her. All of that lumps into people pleasing. Because she didn't want that person to think that she did not appreciate her. She didn't want the person to think that she was ignoring her advice. She didn't want the person to think that she didn't care for her. All of that is people pleasing. When you can, when we can allow ourselves to get to the point where we are neglecting what's inside of us, when we are neglecting what our soul wants, when we are neglecting the vision that wants to be expressed through us. Because remember, we are channels. We're channels of things, all things that are mighty. We're channels of things that are good. So when those things want to be expressed through us and we allow ourselves to start to be concerned with what other people are going to think, that self-limiting people-pleasing habit will cause us to neglect the very thing that can just completely change our lives for the good. The very thing that, you know, when we talk about, I talk about on the show, you know, when we, we look at what we want, we look at our dreams, our desires, they we look at those dreams and desires as a way to, um, you know, just live, live a certain way to live fulfilled, to live in a way that is um, purposeful. All of those things are tied together. Our dreams, our visions to be fulfilled, to live in purpose, all of those things are tied together to live every day in joy, all of those things are tied together. To live with a sense of euphoria, all of those aspects are tied together. We deserve that. But when we allow people pleasing to get in the way, it puts it, it really halts all of that, puts a lid on it. And I don't want any of us to do that. I don't want to do that. So that is why I wanted to record this episode um, 
this, once again, this really wasn't the topic that I was going to talk about this week, but this is what came up. So listen, this is not to, when I talk about people pleasing, it's not to get us to judge ourselves. It's not to get us to, you know, start thinking, oh no, I got to fix this about me. No, it's only, it's to recognize when we're doing it. It's to recognize why we are choosing one act over another. It's only to get us to recognize when people pleasing can sneak in our decisions, when people pleasing can sneak its way onto our schedules and onto our calendars, okay? (laughs) That's what this episode is for. So I want to thank you for listening. Again, I'll say this, please share this episode, screenshot it, share it to all your social media channels. All right. And also, don't forget, you can email me info at tamuinc.com. Tell me what you think about the episode. If you have a question, Uh, I think I want to, I want to see how this works. I want to do uh, or actually dedicate an episode to where it's question question and answer. I want to see how that goes. So send me questions about uh, pursuing dreams. And again, I don't like to use the word pursue because pursue implies that the dream is not real, which I invite you to try on the perspective that the vision that you have is already done. Our time here is to find joy on the journey in embracing it, okay? So, um, but if you have any questions about that, send me an email, info at tamuinc.com, and I will uh, set up an episode where I'm answering questions. Uh, So yeah, I want to, play around with that and see and play around with that that idea and see how that works. But again, thank you for listening. And until next time, cheers.